everybody. What is going on? You know what time it is. You're listening to Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining. I am in the podcast studio with the one and only, the girl who's been behind the scenes for the last probably six months of this podcast, Mrs. Sagan Cockrum. Wow. What an intro. I'm so happy I mean, to be here. It's about time you were on the podcast. Tell the people why. Tell them why. Yeah, what I'm do you on what do you podcast? do? No, what do you do? <laughs> Well, I mean, I'd love to hear that. I think you're here because I asked you. But you're because Emma asked me. But what do you do? How do you serve and join the journey? Yeah, join the journey. I pretty much just follow Emma around. No, and, okay. <laughs> um, I actually get to just be the person in the studio that gets to meet our guests and I take notes and I basically just take edit notes for our editor, Katie. You the real thing. You make this thing run. Is, no. is what I was looking for you. To say, but let's do this. Say again, um, who are you? How'd you come to know the Lord? Fast forward, where are you today? Mm. Well, my name is Sagan. That's who I am. And I actually, I feel like I found the Lord pretty young. At a pretty young age, okay. I was introduced to Him. Um, I grew up in a household that talked about God, but I would say, I don't know if we actually knew how to live that out and walk in it. Mm. Um, I don't know if anyone in my family had been taught, hey, this is what a relationship with the Lord looks like, and this is what it looks like to live that out. So grew up with that, just misunderstanding or lack of understanding. But um, as I got into junior high and high school, started to see more and more and learn more and more about, hey— this thing with God is a relationship, not just a religion. And so, yeah, I would say that I started faithfully walking with him toward the end of high school and got to serve at Pine Cove. Um, shout out, go Cones for all summers of college, which is just is the that what they say to me? They say go, go Cones. cones. I don't know. Is. I think I've heard like one person say it, but we're gonna say it. Um. What an awesome <laughs> mascot for a summer camp. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, But Lord just met me there, wrecked me there, changed me there. I met my husband there. Um, And then fast forward, here we are today. I applied to the Institute because I was being faithfully obedient and the Lord let me participate. And and you have a baby on the way. Oh yeah, there's that. Stevie Lee, (laughs) you're due, when's your due date? March 7th. So coming up. Yeah, really soon. That actually encourages me because for a while I thought it was the end of February until right now. It could be. That's the funny That's thing true. about birth. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> On that note, um, Genesis 20, Sagan, uh, switching gears. This is an interesting story. What you got for us? Well, Genesis 20, there's a lot of content there, just like there is with every chapter of the Bible, honestly. And so I want to share what kind of stood out to me the most reading okay. it back this yeah. time. Um the first thing I want to start with is that God is sovereign and he is faithful when we are faithless. Second Timothy 2.13 says that if we are faithless, he remains faithful for he cannot deny himself. And he is yeah. a promise keeper and he is a way maker. And I get to start with all those things because I truly believe this chapter highlights all of these things about God. Um, so where we are right now is in chapter 20, Abraham, our boy Abraham, for the our second boy. time. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah, the second time. He has guy. found himself in a situation, put himself in a situation where he is in the presence of a king again. And he has his wife with him. And instead of saying, This is my wife, he introduces her as his sister. 
Which one, that's just weird. Like, being a married person, I'm like, man, that's interesting. Keith introduced you. Your husband's name is Keith. Yes. Unique names uh-huh. for both of you. But if Keith introduces you as his sister. I'd be like, dude, what? You'd be so offended. What are you doing? But the deal is, guys, Abraham was doing this out of a fear of the, the king actually wanting his wife so we can take it as his wife was a beautiful woman mm-hmm. um, and wanting his wife for himself. So killing Abraham to get him out of the way to take his wife as his own. So this was Abraham's train of thought, which was completely rooted in fear. And I think that would have been culturally normal to fear. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. The cultural norm um, he was operating in. But, you know, I think something that's interesting is that God had spoken some promises over Abraham. And we see that in Genesis 12, um, two through three. God says, I will make of you a great nation and I will bless you and make your name great so that you will be a blessing. Mm. I will bless those who bless you and him who dishonors you, I will curse. And in you, all the families of earth shall be blessed. Yet here we are in this moment where Abraham has seemed to forgotten or at least believe that this depends upon himself and not just the Lord's faithfulness um, because he is lying about his wife again. Um, And I think that that would certainly put a kink in God's plans in Abraham's head. (laughs) Like Abraham got removed from the story. (laughs) Yeah. Um, How does that work? Yeah. But the cool thing is, Emma, that when Abraham's plans go wrong, It's the Lord who saves him. Hmm. Um, It's ironic that the distrust for God is what got him into this situation. Um, But it is in the situation, it ends up still being God who saves him from it. So he makes the mistake because he's not trusting God. But in the end, and in an essence, we could say sins against God, right? Um, But then yet God is still the one who saves him nonetheless. Yeah, which is just him being faithful to our faithlessness. Um, And I think that for me, I just thought about how when our fear of man is bigger than our fear of God, we find ourselves in situations that reflect that. Hmm. When our fear of man is bigger than our fear of God, we find ourselves in situations that reflect that reality. Mm -hmm. That's good. Absolutely. Tell me about that. Well, I guess in my own life, I can see very clearly different areas, different seasons I've walked through where that was true, where my faith just was not bigger than my fear. And I think recently one of those situations has just been the timing of our daughter, Stevie Lee. Hmm. Um, We were not planning on having a kid, believe it or not, within our first year of marriage. Um, Yeah. How long had you been married when you found out? I mean, we found— Six months? Yeah, six months. And And you're how old? I'm 24 recently. Yeah. Turned 24 in December. You were 23 at the time? Yeah. Yeah. And that's crazy. He and I were in our own plans, in our head. We were thinking, we're going to wait four to five years. Like, that's our plan. Yeah. Let us, I mean, financially even, let us right. think that. Oh, you're, yeah. Financially. Your husband's in school. You're in yeah. the institute. Yep. Yes. Um, he's about to go to school for three more years, tackling the school of law. <laughs> and um, your girl is going into ministry. And we yep. all know you don't go into ministry for the money. <laughs> um, so, yep. That can confirm. Yes. So, you just, we found ourselves in this position where I realized, man, I always pray for the Lord's will over my life. But when His will is inconvenient and interrupts the plans that I had and doesn't go in line with what I thought it was going to look like, I immediately start regressing in that faithful desire into a fearful, oh no. God, how could this be your timing? How could this be your plan? And then I'm, I'm going to be real, guys. Like there's a part of me that even starts to believe maybe God forgot about me. Maybe he forgot. <laughs> like, 
like mm. um, what I thought he was going to do through me and, and the things that I thought he put on my heart to do. Um, and so I think that through this season, he's been teaching me that he is sovereign over all. And he's allowing, if he is allowing it, his hand is in it. And that's even true with the heart stuff. Um, and in this case, a child is such a blessing. And my fear of how fast it feels like it's happening was blinding me to the truth about God's character. Just like in this story with Abraham, the fear of, of losing his own life was blinding him to the truth of what God had already spoken to him that he was going to do. And so I think for us in our own life, we can reflect and we can ask ourselves, man, do I operate out of a faithful certainty that God's word will stand the test of time and that if he has spoken it, he will do it. And that if I'm his, a child, I'm a believer in him and I'm his child, that he will work all things to the good of those who love him, which doesn't say he'll work all things to the plans that we have right. that we think are good. Right. <laughs> and I think that it's a good time for us to just pause and reflect and ask ourselves, man, what do I operate out of? Do I operate out of a fear um, or do I operate out of faith? And, and can, can that faith withstand situations that are fearful mm. and go, you know what? Even if, even if this doesn't go the way I want it to go, God is still good and God is still in control. And, and I pray that all of our listeners and for myself this year, that I get to lean more on even if God is still good um, than any other promise, because that's true. It's so true. Yeah. So that's really all that I got. That's great. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. We're actually going to have you back in two episodes. So Yep. Friends listening, you'll get to hear from Sagan again. But before we wrap up, we have a contest going on, don't yes, we? Yes, tell them. Okay. Tell them. So I'll, I'll say often on this podcast, hey, please leave a review. It helps other people find the podcast. I want you guys to know we actually read those reviews. It, it helps us make this podcast better and more helpful and useful. And it also really does help other people more easily find it when they search for it. So over the next uh, four-ish, four or five episodes, we're going to be looking at those reviews. And we're going to pick a winner. So someone who leaves a review in the next four or five episodes, you're going to get, we're going to contact We're picking you. the best review. Uh, it could well no. I want honest reviews. Okay, okay. the most the most honest review. Okay. Where <laughs> the best review? Are we asking hey. people to hype, hype us up? No, the most honest review. We're gonna pick a random review, okay. and you're gonna get a Join the Journey T-shirt, a yep. Spiral Adults Journal, and a Spiral Junior Journal, mm -hmm. which. Um, those are sold out. You yep. can't get them anymore. So you will literally be getting the last spiral journal. Um, so please leave a review. It truly does help other people find the podcast, both believers and unbelievers. And as always, you want to say it or should I say it? <laughs> you say it. Okay. It's as am iconic. <laughs> no. As always, I am so glad. Sagan is so glad. I'm so glad. We are all on this journey reading the Bible together. Hey, we want to thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? And if you're willing, we'd love it if you subscribe because the more you download, the easier it will be for new friends to find the podcast.